Hey there, this is Mala Milan, and this is um, January 7th, 2023. We are talking about building our relationship, and I mean building our relationship more intimately with the Most Hayah, with our Father, our Creator of all things in heaven and in earth. So stay tuned. Hey, so thank you for staying. We are going over building our relationship more intimately with our Savior. Now, um, I understand that on the calendar, the year has turned over to 2023 but this is a Gregorian calendar that I don't necessarily I mean I follow because that's how it is you know what today is and work days and so forth um but this isn't truly the new year for those who follow yeah because it is in his word and if you stay tuned I will go over that scripture with you but um for now let's get into building our relationship on a more intimate level and what i do feel is that this year 2023 will be it will cause you to turn to him if you're not already his it will cause you to turn to him thank you holy spirit it will cause you to turn to him because um i said it before and i'm gonna say it again it's not gonna get better okay we're not gonna get back to where we were a few years ago all right now those who follow the most high will always be taken care of if you don't it's a good time to start now he is the only one who will truly love you he has this agape love okay if you haven't um experienced that then you haven't known him. He So agape is the highest form of love, right? The highest form of love. The love of God for man and of man for God. It's the highest form of love. So yeah, you can love your kids. And I'm not saying that that's not love. Um... But what I'm saying, the love that our Savior has for us is the highest form of love. So let's just get right into it. Um, These are like three points, but not the only ones. But these are the three that we're going to go over today. First, we're going to talk about why it's important for us to read our love letters. And then we're going to move into prayer on why it is important to have a prayer life. And then lastly, we're going to talk about fasting on um, 
why we should fast and when we should fast okay so let's start so basically reading your love letters is going to give you um strength when we draw closer to him and he's laid out these love letters for us, which is the Holy Bible, when he's laid this out for us, it draws us to him to know his character, to know who we are in him, how he views us, how we should view him, how he is revered, right? Um, it's so many facets to our Lord and Savior that the Holy Spirit will lead you through his word, which is our love letters, the Holy Bible, to know those. It gives you an assurance to continue. So regardless whatever is in your life that either you're being tempted to do um, or that is... I don't know, maybe putting a, a, a burdensome on you. Reading his word, it gives us the strength to continue. It gives us that, that extra push, right, that most of us need. And I myself, first one raising my hand, I need him. I need him to get through my day. It's not a day that I can just like willingly get through it and it's just all great. Like, no, like I literally need him every single day. So it says in Ephesians 6 um, is where we're going to start. So Ephesians 6, it speaks about this being a spiritual battle. So go with me in Ephesians, which is in the New Testament. Ephesians 6, let's start at verse 10 right and it's talking about the whole armor of god it says finally my brother be strong in the lord and in the power of his might put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. It goes on further to tell you about Stand therefore, having girt your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. How do you know what this is if you don't read your word, right? How do you know? So it's super, super important to stay in our word, stay in his love letters daily. Since we're in the New Testament, we're going to stay here just for a second. Let's go to Hebrews 4.12. So Hebrews 4.12, it says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner 
of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So basically, these verse is basically like it's, it's a warning that unbelief never goes undetected it is detected by the word of god it's detected by the word of god living constantly and actively alive powerful it's energizing cutting sharper than any two-edged sword dividing piercing the soul and the spirit the two invisible non-material parts of man piercing the joints and the marrow the joints permitting the outward movements and the marrow being the hidden but vital life of the bones discerning discriminating and judging with regard to the thoughts and the intents of the heart it is the word that judges us not who we judge the word it's the word that judges us and then let's get over to the old testament in psalm we're gonna go to chapter one verse two and it is but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. So this is something that we should constantly be doing. When I say daily word, I truly mean daily word. Constantly in the word. So now, if we move on to prayer, why is it important to have a prayer life? You say, Milan, I really don't have a prayer life. And I'm not going to tell you that it's okay. I'm going to tell you, let's get better, right? I need to get better in having a prayer life. Um, I talk to him every day, like every day. <laughs> but that, I don't see his prayer i see that it's just me communicating with my creator I, I i thank him i see the small things to the large things to the in-between and i thank him for everything um because i know that it is for the betterment of me growing me and and having me to become who he needs me to be so when he does send me out to whoever it is that i need to talk to or pray for that i have been equipped so even those things that you don't really think that it looks good on the outside, just trusting he knows that that was going to happen before it came to fruition in your life and know that he was, so he went before you and he is with you. And if you know that and you remember that, you can take those not so good days a bit easier because you know that he has you, right? right where you need to be you know that he's going to see you through it regardless what it is he's going to see you through it so when i say i want to have a stronger prayer life i mean like right now me personally right now i every morning i wake up and i thank him because i didn't have to wake up because it's not the alarm and i don't even set my alarm every day especially on the weekends i'm not setting that alarm just not doing it. 
but um, I want to be able to intercede more. I feel I do these things, but I want to be, I want to take my, my, my prayer life even further with him. It's like, um, it's like, um, I want to say greedy, but it's like you get your, your meal, right? Okay. And so in this, in this, uh, what I'm trying to say in this explanation of what I'm trying to explain, the meal is my prayer life. I get the meal and it's so mm, yummy, right? It's yummy looking and I am ready to just like dig in, right? I want to not go too fast because then I'm going to have like a tummy ache. I want to go at the right pace. I want to dig in and fully digest, right? It all. And so I don't want my prayers to be unheard. So we always repent. But I also want my prayers to be effective. I want to know that my father hears me. I want to do it with a clean heart. I want to do it more fervently. I want to do it more frequently. I want to be having my will line up to his. So my prayer life, I personally say, yeah, I can improve that. I can definitely improve it. So I pray every morning. I talk to him throughout the day. But when I pray, I pray. I say the longest I've prayed was about a little over an hour. But I don't feel like I do that enough. So I've been talking to him. And he's working on me. And when you allow his spirit that dwells inside you, the Holy Spirit, and let him have his way, you start to let go and let him, right? Let go and let God. I know you've heard that. It is a very real thing. It's a real statement to make. Stop trying to have your hands in everything and control everything. And let God do it. Let, let him do it. And, and let's, let's get out of the habit, right? Of calling him just the title. His name is Yahuwah. So let Yahuwah do it. Let, let him move through you. Let him have his spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh move through you and just allow that closeness to continue to build. And when you get your little hands out of it, you're going to see that 
your will now lines up with his. So, prayer life is important. I mean, this is how we keep our communication lines open with him, right? And we're seeking him and we're keeping his will, not our own. So now let's go and stay in the Old Testament. We're in Psalm, but let's go to Psalm 66, verse 17. So Psalm 66, verse 17 says, I cried to him with my mouth and he extolled and he was extolled with my tongue. If I regard inequity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. But certainly God has heard me. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. So basically, the works of Yahuwah in history can be seen, but his dealing with soul can only be heard. The Messiah invites all God-fearing people to hear his testimony of answered prayer. He had cried to him in supplication and in exaltation. The reference is to the days of his flesh when he offered up both supplications and entreaties to him who was able to save him out of death with strong crying and tears. As in Hebrews 5, 7. If he regarded inequity in his heart, the Lord would not have hurt him. But he was without sin amen and so he was heard so that is why it's always important to repent before prayer now let's go on to the new testament first john 1 9 So in the New Testament, 1 John 1 verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Verse 10 goes on to say, If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. So we've all sinned, and it is important, as I just went over, to to confess our sins before we get right into the prayer. I know we can be excited. I know we can be like, oh, 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 right, about that prayer that we feel like we need it, like, right now. Like, oh, Lord, I need this right, 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 right now, right? We need to confess our sins. Then we go into 
the prayer that we are praying for whomever, for what we feel we need, what we feel we need his hand to move on, is always to confess the sins prior to the prayer. Now, fasting. Fasting is so, so important. And there are some things that only you're going to see the result only after fasting. So fasting basically is you denying your flesh and depending solely on Christ. You know how, and I mean fasting of food. There are things that we can fast from, but when I read scripture, it is the food that I've seen people push away from, right? Fasting is us depending solely on on our on our Savior, okay? Um, but we are showing that we are trusting Him. We want His word and not that plate of spaghetti, right? <laughs> We want to draw closer to our Creator. We read our Bibles when we fast. We talk to Him more when we fast. We go in prayer more when we fast. You lean solely on His Word while fasting. Okay? It could be for a new job it could be for direction it can be for a closer relationship with him i mean you can literally fast for anything that lines up with the word of god with the will of god for your life okay so let's just get to a couple of those verses and we're in the new testament so we're going to go to matthew 4 verses 1 through 4. so matthew 4 Starting at verse 1, it is speaking about how Yahushua was tempted, right? For some, you know him as Jesus, um, but just listen to the previous podcast. Um, his Hebrew name is Yahushua. So then Yahushua was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights afterward, he was hungry. Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, if you're the son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of Yahuwah. Then the devil took him up into the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple. And he said to him, If you're the son of Yahuwah, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you. And in their hands, they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Yahushua said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. And again, 
the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. And then Yahushua said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him and behold, the angels came and ministered to him. So do you see how he fasted 40 days and 40 nights? Our Savior fasted 40 days and 40 nights. And every time whew, that serpent came to tempt him, right, with worldly things, because that's all he has is worldly things, he gave him back the word. He gave him back the word. He gave him back the word. Then he said, be gone. So look at this. When you are tempted by that tricky little serpent, give him back the word of God. Is Yahushua not our perfect example of how we should live? If that's what he did and then that little serpent fled, then that's what we should be doing. How do we know what the word is if we're not in the word? So it goes back to standing your love letters daily, knowing what the word says. So when you are tempted, you give him back the word. All right. Now let's just look at Matthew 17, verse 20. So Matthew 17, verse 20. So this is during the time, basically, this boy was healed. But this boy, okay, so, this, the, okay, backstory. The disciples could not cast out this, uh, this demonic um, entity in, in, in the boy because they needed to have been fasting. So that's basically the backstory to what we're going to read. If you want to read the whole story, look for it in Matthew 17, verses 14 through 20. So we're just going to pick up at 20. And it says, So Yahushua said to them, Because of your unbelief, assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So you get it. Prayer and fasting. It is super important to be able to fast. You are denying flesh and depending solely on our Savior, our High Priest. It is important. So these are the ways that we're going to go into 2023. It's not the new year. And thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. We're going to, before I close this, I did say um, where we're going to get to. Um, where, I'm sorry, where the new 
year starts. Alright. Hold on. Um, getting it to you I feel like all right so it's in Exodus 12 Exodus 12, and it starts at verse 2. And basically, this is um, this is Passover. All right. And so Exodus 12, verse 2 literally says, This month shall be your beginnings of the months. It shall be the first month of the year to you but when you read exodus 12 it's starting over the passover instituted the passover that we see on this gregorian calendar we see the passover usually in march late march or april and let me just look at this one second The Passover is going to be starting Wednesday, April 5th, and it will end Thursday, April 13th of this 2023 year. So basically, I'm not trying to confuse anybody, but this is the Gregorian calendar that we work off of, 2021 and 22, 23, and so forth. However, the Hebrew calendar, right, the, the Jewish calendar, where we should be at when you're with the Most High, the new year is going to start when spring begins. It's not in the, in the dead of winter when things are dead. He is life. So just think about that. Look at this verse. Don't take my word, even though I pointed it out. Take everything to the Father. I love you all. Go in peace. Go in peace. Until next time. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Don't follow me. Follow only the most high God, Yahuwah. But if you want to join me in the journey, absolutely. Take my hand and let's go together through this walk, right? This faith walk. All my links are in the description. And every Saturday, the podcasts are uploaded, y'all willing. Let's remember to be the light that he's called us to be. That's in Matthew 5, 14 through 16. So he didn't intend that we hoard this light, which are his teachings for ourselves, but that we share it with others. May Yah keep you. May he bless you. Until next time. Shalom.